0: Hi everybody, this is Jason with Cornerstone Dog Training and cornerstonedog.com. Welcome back to the Puppy Training Principles Podcast where we help dog owners find solutions to their biggest problems, avoid common training pitfalls, and build the confident, calm canine companion they've always dreamed of. Now today it's a little bit of a different episode and we want to address, should I rehome my dog? And in the dog world, Uh, with there's a lot of culture surrounding this question that is pretty negative that's like oh no way like you you know you chose this now you've got to live with it and you've got to make it work and with dog owners I've met it seems like they have tried so many things they're not bad dog owners that are asking this question and if you've asked this question before there's usually a reason behind it that's pretty logical it's not us- It's not usually, the-, the problem isn't usually that people are just lazy and they don't want to do the work. It's usually that they've tried and they've tried and they've tried to fix this problem. And I love that we do a different sort of training and get different results that allows people um, to make this decision a little easier to solve this problem, um, where they've just in a lot of situations, don't have much hope. In the last podcast, uh, we did an interview with Zach where he had three dogs, and they started fighting in the home and pretty, I mean, vet visit kind of fighting. And in most situations, um, people are going to tell him, trainers, behaviorists, specialists are going to train him, the only way is to rehome the dog. There's nothing you can do. That's not entirely true. I mean, that's one answer to the problem. But often when somebody doesn't know a way forward, that's the option they're going to pick. And what I found with most vets, and I love vets, okay, I work with a ton of vets, they're great people, but they're going to choose a medical solution because that's what they know. And to be totally honest, there are some dogs where that medical solution is absolutely what they need. However, there are a lot of dogs that have been giving, given a medical solution that after we work with them, don't need that medical solution anymore. So it wasn't really a medical, you know, a chemical issue that way as much as it was a behavioral issue. Okay, so there's a balance there. Um, a behaviorist, a specialist, and some trainers often are going to, you know, if they don't know how to fix the problem, it's usually because their training is theory-based and not really rooted in field experience the 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 studies that they're relying on don't have a large enough study group and it it sounds good on paper but it doesn't work in real life and I I don't know if you've ever had that experience but I, I taught I taught high school for 15 years and there were plenty of times in a high school situation where I would sit down and I would write a lesson plan and sometimes you know it'd be in the summer getting ready for school to start and I'd write a lesson plan and I'd be like Man, I nailed that. This is awesome. This is going to be such a good lesson. Like, it's so ready to go. And I wrote a lesson instead of being ready to teach students. And I'd get in the classroom, and man, it would fail, and it would flop. And you'd be like, what the heck? Like, this was so good. This was such a good lesson. And that's actually the problem is on paper, in theory, it was good. In reality, when, you know, you have... 25, 30 students coming into a situation and they all have different lives and different experiences that day and you put them into a classroom. If you try to teach a lesson, that's, it's going to fail. You've got to teach the student. And so I kept, I would tell myself often, I don't teach lessons, I teach students. And that that changed a lot. So when things weren't going well, I could throw that perfect outline out the window and teach the students that day. And so the same thing is true with dogs. And and so sometimes we get stuck in that, hey, this is what the what should work, so let's keep doing it. Instead of looking at the specific situation, that specific dog, and doing what needs to happen so that results can be a reality. So what I'm saying here is that a lot of times we manage these situations and a lot of times people will come and tell us there's no other way but to rehome, when there really are, I would say, in 90% of the situations, um, a chance to change behavior and to fix the problem. And why do we even ask the question in the first place? All right, um, that, that's where we've got to start. Now to be totally fair, I think it's a fine question to ask. I'm not one of those dog trainers that's gonna say, you have to fix this problem. It really comes down to to us. Uh, I know the dog will change, but is that the best thing and are we the ones to do it? So it comes down to usually three interconnected reasons when people ask, this, ask us this question, and it happens often. They come to us in dire straits, they have behavioral problems and things like that. And they say, we're thinking about rehoming our dog. And I can't tell you how many times somebody comes and says, we're thinking about rehoming our dog. This is the last chance. And we're up front with them and we say, okay, look, it's going to take work. It's not going to be easy. We're going to make it as easy as possible, but it's going to take work. And, you know, you're going to need to change as well. And if you're willing to do that, then we can help you out but at the same time you got to do what's best for your family for you your family and even for the dog and if it's not the right fit believe me there will be somebody that is the right fit and if you think wow there's no one that could love this dog like i do but it this is isn't working out trust me there is somebody that can love that dog like you do and so i i don't have a problem with people rehoming their dogs I don't have a problem with that at all. In the last podcast, Zach was told that he needed to rehome one of his dogs because it wasn't working with the other dogs. That could have been a solution for him, right? That could have been something that he could have said, okay, this is what we need. And he told us in the podcast, in that interview, that they just couldn't do it. You know, it was like one of their family members. And in that case, they were totally willing to do the work and now they have a different solution and different world ahead of them is it perfect no but they these dogs can coexist together so there are answers and there is hope and at the same time you still have to look at it and say okay what is best here i promise that dog can find somebody that loves them like you and i promise that uh you know if if you need to rehome the dog that you're not a bad person Okay, so with that being said, there are usually three interconnected reasons why we ask the question of should I rehome my dog? And I, I like to call it BWB. That is, behavior is usually one of the reasons, well being, and breeding now those are all interconnected it, it, you can't really tease them apart but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about their intricacies right here so number one let's talk about behavior so somebody might answer the question why you know should i rehome my dog they might answer it with a behavior answer well they fight with other dogs in the home and so i have this behavioral issue and it's not working so uh, one option would be to rehome that dog okay um, well-being so somebody might say well i'm not really able to give the time and energy that they need and if you know dogs you can know that that's probably a behavioral issue as well but they're saying look i i this dog would be better off with somebody else i hate to say it but it's you know that might be true and again if you want to make that work there's ways to make that work but sometimes you know your life's really busy you're going through hard things and sometimes it's just better to say you know what this dog would be in a better situation not because i'm a bad person but because it's just not right so there's an option as well right well-being then the last one is breeding and somebody might answer should i rehome my dog with something like well they cower and pee when someone pets them and that's definitely behavioral as well uh, but there's probably some breeding there where they're not able to control physically that situation as well um, or their confidence level is low because they have a capacity for that from how they were bred and what their genes are so should i rehome my dog um In each of these situations you can change your dog and transform your dog in an amazing way and help them to be different. There's always gonna be some level of management involved in pet ownership. That's all there is to it. I mean, that's what we're signing up for when we want a pet. It's not just all snuggles and fun and good times. There's gonna be some management. And in that process, we have to, what we don't know. And so breeding, as far as, we can't change breeding, right? You can't change the breeding part of it. I can't change a dog's genes. I can't change their DNA. And I can't change who their parents were or anything like that. And so I work with a lot of breeders, actually, because I want to make sure breeding is is good you know I want them and they're amazing people they know way more than I do but it's important that that education gets out to those that are starting and that are doing you know that love this process and and who wouldn't love being around puppies a ton right like that's a good that's good times but when they do a good job then and we can take the breeding issue off the table it solves a lot of problems what we don't know with a dog and how they've been bred is what their ceiling is we don't know how much better they're going to get we know they'll get better we know they're going to transform and change in an amazing way but we don't know how much better now behavior there are you know behavior comes with paradigms and perspectives and things like that and that dog can change in a huge way with dogs that fight in the home there's going to be more management probably forever at least for years because there's some serious bad blood and you've got to be on top of that so there's some mental um you know mental input that we have to constantly put in that's going to take some time as well as management but the question is how how much can we lessen the management component, and that's always our goal. Is we want you know you start training, it's going to be high management. We want to lower that management and have just results for forever. And then when it comes to well being, is that's really the, the 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 bigger question. You know, you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, is it just a tough moment for me, um, and this isn't going to work, or you know, with training to teach my dog to be calm and to to be able to work through some of these situations and to be composed more instead of just always being crazy and pulling on the leash and doing whatever they want, can I solve this problem? And if that's a step you wanna take, then great. But I really have no problem with someone saying, you know what, I tried this out. It's just not really for me. We travel a lot. I don't like finding a place for my dog to be. I know we could do this with training, but in reality, it's just not going to be the right fit. And that's okay. But I would suggest that you do the work to find the right home for your dog and not just turn it over, not just turn your dog over to um, a shelter or something like that. I, I, I would highly suggest that you find, whether you're using you know Craigslist or some classifieds to try and work that out, a marketplace somewhere to, you know, and maybe, maybe you don't even sell your dog, um, or maybe you do. And I'm not saying that for money, but sometimes if you put a price to the dog, you're going to attract the right person. Um, or maybe you put a price and then you don't end up charging it because you find the right person, whatever it is, you do the work to find the right person. Um, I mean, there's, there's no doubt that a dog that fights in the home that is good at otherwise <laughs> could do really great all by itself with, uh, with mature owners, right? That could likely work out. And so make that decision. It's not a... Man, it's a delicate question and a difficult choice any way you look at it. So if anyone... You know or you yourself are considering this question, give yourself and give them a little bit of compassion and realize that there is there, there are options to fix this problem, behavioral options to, to make a change, and yet you still need to do what's best for you and your family and the well-being of your dog. And there, just like there are millions and millions of dogs, there are millions and millions of people that can fit that specific dog and help in that specific situation. So know that there's hope and know that we're here to support you and know that that is a tough, tough decision to make. But I get excited knowing that, that we have options that can help. And I love that we get to help increase quality of life and to for, for you and for your dog and to go through this process with you so that you can make these changes So if you're considering rehoming your dog, but you, you just you know that This dog has so much potential and you, you can't do it Check out one of our online courses help, you know, give us a, a call or contact us for a free consultation through our website cornerstonedog.com and we can help talk you through this process and get you started so that you can start to love your dog again and the best is yet to come so I, I hope that this is helpful and I hope that you know that we don't look at people who are asking this question as, as bad people and I, we know that the people that are asking this question have been through a lot and they've tried a lot and we've had people talk to us in tears saying, this is the last chance. I can't do, I can't do this anymore. You know, me and my husband haven't been able to go on a date or be alone for more than 45 minutes because of the situation with this dog. They're trying hard. You're trying hard. Just, just know that there are solutions and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. All right, guys. Thanks for listening today. And we will see you next time on the Puppy Trainings, Puppy Training Principle Podcast. Thanks guys. Bye.